Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. Welcome to Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. I'm Sean Smith. Country Radio's Terry Clark is having another great year. In addition to releasing a hit duet with Dallas Smith and touring this summer, both solo and as part of the Chicks with Hits tour with Susie Boggess and Pam Tillis, as you'll hear in a minute, she continues to host the weekend radio program, Country Gold with Terry Clark. Heard on 145 stations in the U.S. and Canada, Clark's guests are a who's who of country music, from Kenny Rogers to Reba to Dolly and newcomers like Kelsey Ballerini. Terry Clark is here right now. Terry, welcome to Broadcast Dialogue. Hey, Sean, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Look, you're having an, uh, an amazing year yet again, and I want to talk radio. But first, uh, I know we caught you on the bus with the Chicks with Hits tour with Pam Tillis and Susie Boggess. And so tell me, is it is it mayhem or, or these days are you kind of all <laughs> well, chillaxed? I'm not out with Pam and Susie this weekend. I am in the back of the bus, but I have uh, I have solo shows with my band this weekend. So I'm, I'm pulling into somewhere in Iowa right now. Uh, we're doing a county fair here in, in the U.S. today, and then we're in Kansas tomorrow. Um, I don't go back out with Pam and Susie till October. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, in, in the summer months, it's a lot of band dates and festivals and outdoor shows and things like that. So that's what I'm in the midst of as we speak. And I'm uh, we're pulling in right now, actually, into, into where we're going to be playing tonight. It's fun. I, I like doing all versions of shows and staying diverse and working with Pam and Susie is mayhem when we're out together. And we have a really great time. They're, they're really good girls, and they become like big sisters to me. And we... Uh, we definitely have some fun out here. That's awesome. And it is the, the heavy time of year, of course. It's kind of like being a uh, musician. It's uh, kind of like uh, being a squirrel and saving up your nuts for winter, right? <laughs> it's just one of those things. <laughs> well, that's kind of, yeah, you do. You that's a like really great analogy. That's a great analogy. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, you got to work when the sun shines, literally. Yeah, I mean, I'm, a, I'm one of these people that I feel like if I say no to a, to a date offer, that they're not going to ask me again. So I, I say I, also, I say yes to a whole lot because I just love to play, you know, and it's my calling and it's what I'm here to do, you well, know, connect with people like that. And I love doing band shows. We, we I have a great band. I got great people to make music with. We get along, uh, you know, the other 23 hours a day that we're not on stage, we get along great. So, you know, there, there, there's really nothing for me to complain about. So I just, I love to go out and do it. Well, at some point, you know, it, it is all about the fun, right? I mean, you know, life's too short. Oh, yeah. You got to make sure you put the right people together and, and that you're really enjoying yeah. it. Otherwise, what's the use, right? Yeah. Well, the first five years of my touring career, when I had my first, the first version of my band, you know, there was a lot of growing pains. I was trying to learn how to be a businesswoman and be a boss for the first time at like 26, 27 years old, you know, and some weeding out process had to, had to go on. Sure. And, and I found over the years that my road crew and band, it comes from the top down and, and you kind of, you figure out who's going to blend well with you and your mix out on the road. And it really is, you know, the, the old saying, we, we get paid to travel and play for free is really not that far off with reality. You've got to spend a lot of time in a tin can going down the road with these people. So make sure that they're more like you than not, you know, like-minded, uh, same value system, you know, it's no fun for one person to be on a bus 
that doesn't drink and doesn't cuss and doesn't and, and <laughs> stuck with a bunch of heathens. So you know you got to find the you got to find a balance in in lifestyle yeah. and where these people are at. And I've I've got a really great blend of people out here now, and it's taken years to get it to the point where sure. we we have the right amount of fun, but we also never we don't go over the edge, you know. And part of that comes with age as well. Sure. I want to ask you, you know, um, the song One Drink Ago with Dallas Smith is hot as a pistol here in Canada. What do you think of Dallas and how did that whole uh, duet come about? <laughs> Dallas and I, uh, are, are a, we have a mutual agent and friend named Nick Minema who lives in Nashville. Uh, he's originally a Canadian, but he lives in Nashville now and works for UTA. And Nick introduced Dallas and I. And we all went to dinner one night, got to know each other. And then when I did a big solo tour across Canada uh, called Back to My Roots in 2016, I think it was. Dallas came to one of the shows and it was a total solo show and it was just me and a guitar. I did like, you know, I think 41 shows in 55 days or something insane like that. Um, Just right across the country, played all kinds of small markets. And I think I played Abbotsford on that uh, run and right near the end of the whole thing because, you know, you work your way from the Maritimes all the way to Vancouver Island on these tours and Dallas was sitting in the back of the room with Nick and uh, came on the bus after and said, hey, I'd love to sing something with you. I love your voice. I think we would blend well together. And and I think, you know, for he had his thinking cap on and was like, you know, this is not the most likely duet people would expect because, you know, here I am in a cowboy hat and there he is in a straight built hat cap with his tattoos everywhere. And and I'm sort of a more, more of a traditionalist. He comes from the rock world. And I said, I would love to sing with you. Let's find something. And there was a lot of jumping through hoops to make this happen. But when it finally happened, it happened fast. So that One Drink Ago was a song we had originally heard that we really wanted to record. And for whatever reason, we just had trouble getting all of the powers that be to talk to each other about it. And it, it just so I basically wrote a plan B. I wrote another song. And uh, Dallas loved that one, too. So we ran in and recorded a demo on it just to see how we sounded together and if it was going to work or not. So we had a whole other song. We had the pistol cocked and ready to go with another single. And at, at the 11th hour, I get a phone call from my manager, Clarence, and he goes, Hey, Terry, there's this song, uh, One Drink Ago, that Dallas's people say that they have that they think you two should look at. I mean, and we're two weeks within releasing the other wow. one. I said, Clarence, that's the song we wanted in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Then it's like mayhem, right? We're in the studio with Joey Moy recording this thing like in five seconds. So we get it done and Joey is a perfectionist. So he took, you know, a a lot of time to make sure the track was right and tweaking it and stuff like that. But generally, like we got this turned around in six weeks after spending months and months on something else. But Dallas and I joke about how the original song and people hearing us together was what got them excited and was able to get our hands on one drink ago. So it all worked out the way it was supposed to be. That's great. Is it true you're working on a new album at this point? Yeah, yeah. It's I've been working on this album for a year. Well, actually, it's been since 2014 that I made new music, but this one I've been uh, tweaking for a year now, and it's finally finished. So what's the flavor? What are you going for on this one? You know, I didn't really go for anything. I, it, it's an odd thing. So this album sort of has evolved since I started making it. I first went in with six songs, and I was going to make an EP, and I worked with Stuart Smith, who's out with the he's been out with the Eagles for 20 years. He played all the signature licks on Seven Year Ache. He co-produced my album Fearless with me back in the early 2000s. And Stuart's a brilliant melodic guitar player and arranger and, and 
people in the business just really admire him. And he decided to come in with me on this album. We cut six things in Nashville. I wasn't really going for anything except for just cutting songs I wrote that I liked. And then the duet with Dallas comes around and I'm like, well, maybe I should go back in and cut some more stuff and see if I can uh, come up with a, a little more contemporary follow-up to this duet. Because when the duet came out, I'm like, oh my God, this is so good and it's so contemporary and I need something to come to lead with my album from off of this duet. And I didn't feel like I had anything quite contemporary enough because I wasn't going for that with the first bat. And then I went back in and cut three more uh, with a co-producer, a young woman named Alex Klein, who's really, really great at programming. And she's 31 and, you know, knows what's what. We went in and we cut three more sides, but I didn't feel like we had the track that had enough driving tempo and energy to be a lead single. So, then we went back in again and cut another round of songs. So now the now the EP is up to thirteen tracks, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> there are also a lot of drinking songs on this album. I'm not really sure how that happened, but you know, I turn around <laughs> and look at them, and I'm like, ten out of thirteen songs are mentioning an al- alcoholic beverage. So I decided, with um, where I'm at as a human being in life, trying to you know be better as a person and leave a good taste in people's mouths when I'm gone from this world, you know, in, in more ways than just having hit records and stuff but you know I've, I'm always been on this kind of spiritual journey mm-hmm. between that and and the drinking songs and the fact that I keep going back into the studio and adding to this album I've decided to call it raising the bar oh that's great <laughs> oh God, it's got more than one meaning but yeah uh, you and I are of similar vintage, and I think, you know, uh, when we get to this point in our lives, we, we, we start checking in with ourselves in terms of what the legacy, I guess, is going to be of your own personal existence, right? And, um, but Absolutely. at the same time, we're also kind of reconnecting with our, our 20s again somehow, right? And I think that, that might be sort yeah. of an under, underlying theme of what's going on here. And, 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 and by surrounding yourself with younger people on the production side, um, they can, yeah. you know, fire the the engine so to speak so i think that's pertinent and i talked to pam and susie a lot about this actually you know and they've heard my whole record from from top to bottom and they're both so blown away with it and and so complimentary and they're like it sounds so contemporary and there's nothing dated about that and even the songs that aren't the more contemporary commercial ones they're either dirt country or they're or they're more roots country in in that sort of uh it's a very diverse album because I, I did go back in three different times at three different points in time over the last year to record bits and pieces. And I think it makes for an interesting listen from top to bottom because not one thing really sounds like the next thing. And, and I find that refreshing. And at first I was like, oh, God, is this going to feel disjointed? But it really doesn't. It flows great. And uh, like I said, yeah, bringing in somebody with fresh ears who's never worked with you before, who does programming, who can... Uh, you know, do overdubs in in their studio and who can, uh, you know, bring a different flavor to your vocals. Like I use the mix engineer who's not even 30. Co-producer Alex Klein, she's 31. And we hired the band, you know, we had Doug, Stan Dugmore, you know, who's been around forever, Mm -hmm. played on all of my records and everybody else's on steel. But we also um, used Adam Schofield, who's playing on a lot of, he plays on all the Dallas' stuff and all the current stuff. And we got three or four different drummers uh, that have come in along the way. 
you know, I've, I've got a couple of my band members that actually played on the earlier stuff. Stuart Smith's on it. The list of musicians on this record is, is very long because we use different ones with every tracking session that we did. Mm-hmm. And then overdubs you know, subsequently after that. So, yeah, it's it's got quite a list of credits if anybody wants to you know, spend a couple hours reading that. <laughs> it's going to be a long one. Is there, uh, is there a release date at this point? or We're shooting for the fall. Um, we're putting it out on Sony Canada, so uh, distribution-wise. So we're working on some of that stuff. And But, uh, you know, we're saying single, first single will come out in August. Great. Uh, to follow my duet with Dallas. And uh, I think, you know, I'm going to be at the CCMAs this year, and we're going to be talking to a lot of media and press about the album during that three-day period. It's going to be a good opportunity to get the, the word out that, that I've got something coming. So we should have a firm date set in the next couple of weeks for album release. That's great. Speaking of the CCMAs, uh, you're going to be inducted into the Canadian Country Music Hall of Fame in September. That's got to feel great. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh huh. I just can't believe it. You know, for somebody at the ripe old age of 25, it's awfully uh, awfully (laughs) exactly (laughs) good for you. Yeah, it's an honor. It's it's something that honestly I didn't think I I would this would happen this early. this soon in my career, I know I've been at it for 23 years, but I kind of feel like I feel like a 49 year old trapped in a 29 year old. <laughs> I feel like a 29 year old trapped in a 49 year old body. Yeah. Career is what I meant to say. So, you and me both. Yeah. You and me both. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We can we can swim down the stream of denial together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, denial and error. That's what I call it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, let's talk radio for a, a hot minute here. Uh, you've been hosting Country Gold for more than a couple of years now. Tell me about yes. um, your blossoming, I guess, from from a, being a music artist to broadcaster. Um, that's got to come with a whole, you know, you're going to be exercising a bunch of different muscles there. Um, what was the what was that like for you? Well, it's great because not only do I get to catch up with people that I don't usually see that much anymore, or, and you know, everyone thinks we all hang out off the road, but we don't. So, but when I talk to people like Jody Messina and Clay Walker, we've got old stories from the shows we've done together and tours we've done together that we bring into the show. And I feel like the audience is kind of a fly on the wall between two artists talking, and it's a different format than radio personality to artists. So I think that's what I bring to the table. and. I have good relationships with people in Nashville. I didn't burn a lot of bridges through the years. And I think that has come back to uh, be, you know, in my favor these days. And um, I really love doing it. And I'm very passionate about the show, about the era of music we're covering. And um, I hope to do this for a really long time. I really enjoy it. We hope you do, too. Uh, is there a bucket list guest that you're you're working on that you'd like to have? really hard to beat Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers within two weeks of each other. So I don't I don't know that I can uh, I don't know that George Strait would be great. I did get to interview him for the morning show when I was doing that. And we talked about, you know, when I was touring with him and I did his uh, event in Texas, calf roping event. And, but it would be great to get him on Country Gold. I would love to be able to talk to him. We play obviously a ton of him and I'd love to get Garth and Trisha on the show at some point as well. And that's that's on my bucket list to get them. Awesome. You remain the only Canadian woman inducted into the Grand Ole Opry. Is there some up-and-coming Canadian talent you got your eye on? I think there's a lot of great Canadian talent. Uh, there, there are a lot of Canadians in Nashville, you know, trying to get uh, Nashville deals right now. Lindsay L. has a Nashville deal and is starting to make waves finally. It's, about, it's You know, it's been a while for her to, to get to the point 
or she's really started to get, you know, attention at radio and that. So I think she's got a shot at it. And I was really fortunate to be able to get Dallas uh, on the Opry, but we did the duet a few times. And I think it's important that Canadian talent does get showcased at the Grand Ole Opry because we've got some great Canadian talent. So anytime there's an opportunity for that, I think it's wonderful. Terry, I know, you, you know, the bus just keeps on rolling and you're pulling into another stop here shortly. So I'll uh, let you go for now. And, uh, you know, all of Canada is with you and we'll see you at the Canadian Country Music Hall of Fame induction in September. <laughs> all right, Sean. Thanks so much. I've enjoyed talking to you today. Have a great weekend. Terry Clark is host of Country Gold with Terry Clark, which is distributed to Canadian radio by Momentum Media Networks. She joined us from somewhere in the cornfields of Iowa. I'm Sean Smith. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. Looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man Podcast. Join me, host Mike C, as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.